You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The Father says, don't give up. It's the title of this devotion. Again, the Father says, don't give up. It's the title of this devotion. Every one of us are tempted with despair. Despair is one of the most common temptations that we have living in this world in which the scripture says, Jesus says in John 16, 33, in this world you will have tribulations, but be of good cheer. In other words, let the spirit of my joy in you be what gives you strong, makes you strong. You see, the joy of the Lord is our strength. That is a statement that comes from the book of Nehemiah, where they were rebuilding the wall under the firing line of horrific, continual, constant, daily harassment of opposition. That opposition had been able up to the days of Nehemiah to stop the work of rebuilding for many, many years, I think some 30 years. And that people had just been so dismayed that they hadn't continued rebuilding. And they were just maintaining instead of restoring and rebuilding. And sometimes, folks, we all go through a season when the opposition has been so forceful, either physical challenges, financial challenges, or circumstance of life, that it's like we've been on a delay. But delay does not mean denial. We can all go through a time of delay. I know I, Virginia and I, we went through delay. Virginia said, my middle name is wait. All we could do is wait, wait. Wait, wait on the Lord. David talks about that. I waited patiently on the Lord in Psalm 40. In Lamentation, Jeremiah in chapter 3, verse 26, he says, it's good that one should wait and hope and trust quietly and patiently upon the Lord. And all of us go through times of delay. That's what we may just call it. And times when the challenge has been so fierce and we've been on waiting on the Lord to see us through. We're waiting on the Lord. But see, friends, in that time of waiting, He's upholding us, sustaining us. He's strengthening us. He's keeping us. He's preparing us. He's maturing us. He's perfecting us. He's working in what is not always visible. And then when the breakthrough comes, there is a character developed. There's a nature developed. There's a humility developed. There's a grace developed that will give us sustenance during the time of increase. In other words, where we're able to stay stable in the time of increase. I have seen many people that stumbled in the time of increase because they had not prepared themselves for it. They had not allowed God to work in their time of waiting. But friends, I want to encourage you today, don't give up when you have to wait. Hold fast, look to the Lord and say, no, I wait on the Lord. No, I trust in Him. No, I know what God has is, is good because He's good. And well, why do you stay here? Because this is where the Lord's placed me. Well, why do you still put up with this? Because the Lord's working. I know you can't see it right now, but I believe, I believe. 
That's Abraham talking and Sarah for 25 years. That's Isaac and Rebecca talking for 20 years. Come on now. That's Jacob talking for 21 years there. All of those who fear the Lord go through times of waiting and delay, but not denied. And so I want to encourage you, for all of us that want to see greater maturity in our lives, that want to see a greater development of character, that want to see a transformation of nature, that want to see more fruitfulness of God's Spirit and working and power and, and signs and wonders and miracles and healings, don't give up. Don't give up. I love what Paul says. It's a scripture deep and dear to my heart. It's Galatians 1.15. It says, when it pleased God to separate me from my mother's womb and call me by his grace so that he might reveal his son in me so that I might preach him. In other words, Paul, who had a rough beginning to say the least, persecuting the church, calling himself the chief of sinners in 1 Timothy chapter 1, calling himself the least of all the saints in Ephesians 3 verse 8, calling himself not worthy to be an apostle in 1 Corinthians 15. When Paul came into the realization of the Lord Jesus and experienced the love of God being poured in his heart by the Holy Spirit, he said, wow, I began to realize that it pleased God to see me born from my mother's womb so that he might call me by his grace so that he might reveal his son in me. And now I know my calling. Now I know why I exist in this body here on this earth, so that I may live in fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. That's what he says right here in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. He says, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. You see a lot of people, they don't live with a real vision with an aim, with a purpose. And because they don't have that, they can easily be pulled here and there and they can be enticed by the passing pleasures of this life, no matter how entertaining and satisfying for the moment it may be. And they can be easily pulled by it. Why? Because they don't have a strong vision. They don't have a strong reason for living. I love that song. He is the reason for living. He is my everything. Oh my, I wish I would remember some of those old courses that I grew up in. I only remember that little bit of it. Da, 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 da. He is my everything. Oh, we used to sing that when I was little. And with the piano and the Hammond organ, oh man, it would sound phenomenal. We would just sing and then sing and then the Holy Ghost would come and give us all this revelation of the real reason for living, to live in fellowship with Jesus, to see the pleasure of the Father revealing His Son in us. Jesus is not only the reason for living, He gives us the power not to give up. The Father says, don't give up, I will reveal my son in you consistently, constantly. I will not leave you barren in your human nature. I will not leave you fruitless in your weaknesses. I will prosper you. I will bless you. 
I will satisfy you with my goodness in the land of the living. I will reveal the fullness of my of myself and my Son and the Holy Spirit in you. You yourself will walk in the full stature of true godliness, Colossians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. You yourself will know the riches of this inheritance of the saints in the light. It is the Father who has made Jesus unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification and redemption, so that as it is written, He who glories, let him glory in the Lord. See, sometimes you say, Pastor, I don't have any glory. Life is so empty. Life is so boring. Life is so futile. Life is such vanity and worthlessness. Why? I don't even know why I wouldn't want to live anymore. I don't know why I want to live. It's so that the Heavenly Father may reveal His Son in you. So the Heavenly Father may grant you the joy and the inexpressible privilege of sharing the glory Jesus has with them in heaven and revealing that glory in you and your body. It says in John 17 verse 22, Father, Jesus is praying his high priestly prayer, Father, the glory, the glory of being one with you I've given to them that even as you are in me and I am in you, they are perfectly made one with us so that the world may realize you sent me and have loved them as much as you love me. Father, the world doesn't know you, but I do. And these whom you have given me out of the world know you sent me because I've revealed you to them. And I will keep on revealing you, Father, so that the same mighty love with which you love me may be in them and I in them. Read it there, John chapter 17, verse 22 through 26. Amazing four little verses. Oh, read it in the Amplified in the Living Bible. Read it in some different translations so the Holy Spirit can open you up inwardly to see the riches of the glory that gives you that power that I can't give up. Yeah, but you've had this setback. I can't give up. Yeah, but you've had this disappointment. I can't give up. Yeah, but you've had this persecution. I can't give up. Why not? Greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. It is the spirit and the life of the Son of God in me. Yeah, but you live in this weak body and you make mistakes and you get so low and, and so hurt that you failed. How come you rise again? Because the Father has made Jesus unto me. My righteousness, you see, listen to this. I've got two verses in closing. Ephesians 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father. In other words, God has glorified the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ because He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. It pleases God to be able to bless you and me with all that Jesus has with Him in heaven. Just as He chose us in Jesus before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. That verse I pray all the time. Oh, Father, I thank you through Jesus. I'm holy and without blame in your love. Oh, Father, I praise you for making me holy and without blame before you in your love. Thank you, Father. 
having predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his own will. Listen out to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. You meditate on these few little verses here, verse 3 through verse 7 of Ephesians 1 the riches of His grace, having made us accepted in the Beloved according to the riches, uh, according to the praise of His glory, and according to the riches of His grace, we have redemption. Meditate on it, pray in it. One more, it's 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to His abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you who are being kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Now you meditate on just these few little verses, Ephesians 1, verse 3 through 7, and, and 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 through 5. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has begotten us again, who has brought us forth through the resurrection of the dead, through Jesus Christ, who was raised from the dead into a living hope. We now live in this glorious inheritance that is in heaven that are being revealed in us by the Holy Spirit, us who are being kept by the power of God for the salvation ready to be revealed here in the last time at the coming of Jesus. Oh my goodness, friends. You have everything you need from the Heavenly Father not to give up. So come on. Renew your hope, renew your strength, your joy in Him, and say, Father, I thank you by your grace. I won't give up. I won't give up. I won't give up. Amen. Have a good day.